Well, hello and welcome again to this episode of In the Growth Space. I'm your host, David McGlennon. I'm really grateful that you're here once again. And, you know, it's really hard to believe that this is episode 45 uh, because we've had some amazing guests on this show. And those amazing guests have shown us a myriad of ways that we can grow ourselves and, and grow our teams and grow our businesses. And I know that today is going to be no different than any of the other episodes. And I'll get into that in just a second. We've got a special conversation with a new friend of mine who was introduced to me through a mutual friend of ours. Now, before we get started today, I just want to say a huge thank you to all of you who have have rated and have reviewed the podcast uh, and, and even shared it with friends. I'm so grateful for that. We really have a vision of impacting so many leaders across this, this uh, world, really, to be able to grow themselves, grow their teams, grow their businesses, but also have a fulfilling organization where they can thrive and where their people can really reach their full potential. So we're grateful for anybody who is, has been sharing, any of you who have been sharing this podcast. Now, as I said, this episode is going to be an amazing one with a new friend of mine. And you really know about somebody by what others say about them. And so let me just read for just a second what someone else has said about our guest today, Jason McKenzie. Jason epitomizes the quintessential people person. His joy of life is contagious. You know he's in the room simply because you hear him laughing. He has strong family ties to Columbus, Georgia, where he's from. And Jason learned what service to others means by watching his mother run a large nonprofit for abused and neglected children in Georgia for many years. He and his brother, Sean, learned the value of hard work and how to be a man of integrity in life and in business dealings from their father, who was the owner of McKenzie Underground. He has a strong, loving family that appreciates good friends, good food, and good music. You're going to hear the family aspect in this conversation, so uh, be ready for that. Then a life-changing event occurred when Jason lost his beautiful wife to suicide. That shocked him and everyone who knew her and loved her, what did Jason do? He took that pain and that loss, and he focused on others with an even more compassionate heart. He has a deep understanding of pain and empathy for others that led him to living life to the fullest every day, my kind of guy. From skydiving to dirt bike riding to Ironman to flying float planes, but most of all, serving others. When my friend Dayton Preston introduced me to Jason, I knew that he was my kind of dude. You know, anyone who flies a float plane and does triathlons and runs a successful business, I just want to hang out with and I just want to get to know better. And it was really such an honor to have Jason on and have this conversation with him. Now, let me just tell you a little bit more about Jason from a business perspective. He owns a company called Ride on Bikes in Columbus, Georgia, and that company has had all kinds of accolades top three in the region for specialized bike sales, small business giant award of the month for Columbus, Georgia, specialized turbo award as the top sales team in the country. And on the personal side, he's a giver. He really is. He hosts an annual time change party for the community where he provides free food, music, and prizes. We all need to go to Columbus, Georgia at the time change. <laughs> uh, he teaches blind children how to ride on tandem bicycles and assists any stranded cyclist 
who needs help whenever he hears about it. Jason is a Georgia Trend top 40, under 40 leader. And this is such a rich conversation with with Jason. So let's just go ahead and get into that conversation now. Well, hey, Jason, welcome to In the Growth Space podcast. I'm so grateful to have you here this morning. Hey, man, thanks so much for having me. Yeah, yeah. So for those of the listeners who are just kind of tuning in for the first time, talk a little bit about your uh, background and and like what drives you as an entrepreneur, as as a servant leader? What's kind of what's behind that? You know, it's it's interesting that I'm in the bicycle business, but what I really found, I'm in the people business and the bicycle shop is just a really good vehicle to help yeah. people. So what I found is my driving force is the relationships that I'm able to make and then the the change I get to make on people's lives. And, you know, not only with my customer base, but the team that I get to work around every day and then the relationships that just keep building off of that. So for me, it, yeah, there has to be money involved to allow to be able to make more influence. Right. right but right. the main driver for me is the people. Where, where did that come from? Just out of curiosity, like where did you get that? You know, I, this is a good question. I feel like that uh, one of the biggest foundation pieces that were built for me that I'm so very fortunate to have is that my mother was that way. My mother has, mm. you know, she had a, a pawn shop on Victory Drive right here oh, in wow. Columbus. Yeah. Wow. Uh, which you can imagine that wasn't the easiest of days, but <laughs> no, I'm sure not. Yeah. <laughs> and then my father had a, you know, underground utility business, but it was still about, you know, he always told me, he said, you know, the deal is made on the golf course, not in the office. Oh, and man. so understanding that the relationships and then my uncle, you know, he's an entrepreneur as well, as well as my grandparents who were here. So it was like being around them and seeing how my dad made people laugh and gain the trust. Yeah. And then what he could do with that, you know, and the same thing, my mother ran a, a home for abused and neglected children for 10 years. Wow. And the difference that she made in people's lives, it, you know, there's a ripple effect that she'll never know how big mm. it is. Yeah. So I think it just came very honest. You know, the apple doesn't fall very far from the tree. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Well, I mean, I, I think our early examples are so important to us. And I know that that's true uh, for me as well. You know, it's funny, you used a phrase that I think is, it's it's so funny you use this phrase because my dad used to say it all the time too. You know, the, the, the deal is made on the golf course and my dad right. was a big golfer, you know, and and so he would come back from a golf outing and and say, hey, you know, uh, check out this guy I met. And, you yeah, know, right. from there, it's like, oh my gosh, here's another deal. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's really interesting that uh, you know I have an adventure company right now, and we're traveling around the world doing fun stuff. And just last week, I was in Kitty Hawk, well, North Carolina area. Yeah. Cape yeah. Hatteras doing a, a kiteboarding trip, and man, the guys that I met on that trip, like I feel like there's some lifelong friendships that came out of it, sure. and the things that I learned just listening to them talk. You know, they're in a whole different realm of business than I am. And I had nothing, I didn't go there for that, you know, uh-huh, but like yeah. what's coming out of it, there's no telling how far it could go. Yeah, that's so cool. We'll, we'll talk about your adventure, uh, <laughs> adventure business as well, because I'm so excited about that. I don't want to hear more about that. More curiosity than anything. How did you like get into the bicycle business? How'd you get into the bikes? My uncle, really and truly, we were uh, right. He had a, bought a building in downtown Columbus, uptown, yeah. I guess you'd call it now. Okay. Yeah. And you know, we were trying to figure out what to put in there. And thankfully, one of my favorite things that, again, that my family has done for me, they all, they never squashed my dreams. Uh So it doesn't matter still, you know, I'll be 37 next month. And I had an idea for a $2.4 million airplane last week. And my uncle was like, well, let's put it on paper. You know, it doesn't make any sense (laughs) financially, but we could still put the idea on paper. How can we do it? And that's what we were doing. So we were out riding bikes around uptown one night. And this is 2002. 
2003, right in that area. And we you know we thought about a bike shop downtown and we had the river walk. It was real like obvious to us. Now we look back and like, man, well, there should be a bike shop here. And yeah. then that's, that was just the, the gist that it. it was a very small idea. It had the space, see, saw the need. I'm not some incredible cyclist by any means. You know, I've done all the, I've done Ironmans. I've done all the different things. I've done all the kind of races and stuff. But the mm-hmm. truth is, I just really, really like riding my bicycle. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And I love sharing that with other people. I know if I can get you riding a bicycle, it can change your life. I know that. Oh, for sure. Not just from a physical, but from mental and your family and your relationship. It can do so much for you. So, you know, I know there's other things that can do that, but the vehicle that I found was the bicycle shop. And, you know, you can't really throw rocks at a bike shop. Yeah, that's right. Like, what are you upset about? It's green, it's healthy, you know, it just goes on and on and on. Like, there's nothing to be upset about here. It's just good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, I love that. And, and for those of you who are watching on YouTube, if, if you could see how uh, Jason's face lit up when he started talking about that, I mean, it, it's priceless. It's amazing. I can see it in your eyes. I, I love it. And, uh, you, you know, you're so right. I mean, get getting on your bike, getting outside, um, nothing better, nothing better. Oh, that's that's so amazing. So, like, how talk a little bit, I guess, maybe about just your let's go like with your business growth. Like, how how has that grown? Like, what's been your, kind of like your secret to success, so to speak? Sure, uh, you know, I always, you know, I keep going back to it. I think making sure that your motive is correct, you know, mm-hmm. and yeah. you know, my motive has always been how many more people can I help? And that's I got my degree in marketing because I realized yeah. that my reach was, was small, and I wanted it to grow it. So, how do you do that? Well, marketing seemed like the the obvious way to do it. And, you know, when we look at it like that, when your motive is right, I just believe no matter what else you do, eventually you're going to fall back on your feet and keep hitting you know, the right direction. I've made some crucial mistakes. I mean, mm-hmm. there was at one point, all I, would, I got set on a sales goal. Okay. This is what I want to do. And I was yeah. hitting the goals. Yeah. And, you know, you start looking at the bike shop, you know, give you an idea. We were did $1.7 million and I lost money that year. And I was like, what in the world? You know, it was just being, how do they do that, right? <laughs> yeah. How, how do you screw this up so bad? And, you know, I'll never forget it. Just kind of give you an idea. But a guy came in for a large pair of black shorts. Normal. Yeah. That happens every day. Yeah. I go back to get them and I cannot find them. And I was so embarrassed. So that night I stayed late and I counted all my shorts. I had 408 pairs of shorts, black shorts. Oh, oh my gosh. Not one, not one pair of largest. Oh, man. And I realized that, you know, I was trying to be everybody's bike shop. I had nine bike brands, 12 clothing brands, all these things. I had way too much inventory. Yeah, of course, my sales room, I had everything, you know, and I realized I'd made a mistake. So we literally rented a big tent and did a big sale and started over. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So, you know, I I think that, you know, I know that it's a little off the tangent from what you're asking about, but it's like. No, it's great. You start, you know, you have a motive and you're starting to help people, help people, help people. And then there's a point you got to realize, like, man, if I keep trying to help everybody, I'm not going to be able to help anyone. Ah, so, so good. That's so I, good. I reeled it in and got really good at what I'm good at. You know, yeah. one or two bike brands, kind of depending on the season. Um, yeah. I got one or two clothing brands and I'm just really, really good at it. And yeah. now I can serve my community way better than I used to. To, to me, what I'm hearing you say is really there's so much power in that focus and in, in being focused and not being everybody, everything to everybody, right? Right, yeah. right. That's exactly right. You know, it's a, I don't know if you're trying to, again, if you're trying to be everybody, 
you know, everybody's bike shop or everybody's server or whatever, digitally not going to be able to help anyone. I, I I love that. I mean, it's a great lesson. And and I think that, you know, so oftentimes we we think that our our little like bumps in the road or our our quote unquote failures are, you know, devastating, but really it's probably what has created your biggest success. Those bumps in the road have helped you to grow to where you are today. I'm I'm assuming, right? Yeah, 100%. Like, you know, I know this isn't like my pers- my belief and there's a lot of Buddhism, there's a lot of things to say this, but you know, I wear a bracelet with a yin yang sign on it. And it's yeah. a reminder to me, I just, I believe in, I can only experience as much joy as I've had pain. Yeah. And I can only exp- you know, experience as much success as I've had failure. Mm-hmm. So I believe if we really understood that the way that I think it is, that mm-hmm. in our lowest points, we'd be grateful, yeah. you know, because it, you know, when I was, when I've had that business where it wasn't paying me and I'm struggling, I don't know. Yeah. I real I realized there's also a high point that's coming with that if I can stick it out. And yeah. definitely my lowest points have created, I mean, even when I've had teams that weren't good at the bike shop, I made mistakes, you know, on hiring. I am so grateful today as we speak, I have the best team I've ever had in my entire career. Amazing. But I don't know if I'd even know that if I hadn't had a bad one. <laughs> Yeah, right. That makes right. sense what I'm saying. Yeah, it's like absolutely. Yeah. It's I mean, I think I mean in a lot of ways you're describing that law of polarity. You know, you don't know there's an up unless you know there's a down. You don't know there's a left unless you know there's a right. right. And so, you know, and, and I love that perspective of of just being grateful no matter where you are because I think that when we're grateful that changes our perspective and it really allows us to to really kind of widen our view and and really be able to see what opportunities we have in front of us. Uh, so I think that's a great lesson, Jason. That's that's awesome. It's hard in the moment, you know. I will say no when, you're, when you're you're in that real dark place, it's uh, it's real hard in the moment, you know. <laughs> oh, I totally, yeah, totally agree, man. You know, I know that you've had struggles and you've had tough times and tough, you know, it's not like everything's been, you know, sunshine and rainbows. And and right. so I mean, how did you get through some of those, you know, difficult times in your life? I felt sorry for myself a lot. And I and sure. then you kind of I kind of got in that spot where, you know, I felt at the time that no one else had gone through what I had gone through. I'll share a story with you. I have a a great uncle Pete. Um, mm. It's my mom's uncle, so my grandfather's brother. And uh, Uncle Pete had lost all three of his children at three different times. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Right. And Uncle Pete was the most positive person I ever met in my life. <laughs> and I remember my darkest time, I drove to his house and I knocked on his door and I was like, Uncle Pete, I've got to talk to you. So we went to lunch. He was in his 80s at the time. And I said that. I said, you know, you've been through so much worse than me, yet you have a positive outlook on life and I can't get out of bed in the morning. I don't understand. And, you know, he said, uh, he, he was from the Navy. So he said something kind of gross, but he said, <laughs> <laughs> he said, uh, son, life can be a box of chocolate. So I'm sorry. Life can be a box of cherries as long as you can pass the seeds. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> and I was like, what in the world? But then he turned it on me and he said, Jason, you got to snap out of it. You know, your job in this family is to keep the pieces together. And this moping around and all, he said, you're hurting your mom, your uncle, and your brother. And I got to tell you, if anybody else in the world would have said that to me, I would have been pissed. Like, do you know what I've been through? But I asked his opinion. He's been through much worse than me. So I didn't say anything and I walked away. And what I learned is what he was doing. It took me a long time. He knew I would do anything in the world for my uncle and my mom and my brother. And I wouldn't do it for myself. And I don't necessarily know this is the healthiest thing, but I faked it for a while. I I faked You know, I started dating again. Uh, mm-hmm. I started doing some things that 
I didn't really want to do and just to make my mom feel like I was doing well. And, you know, sure enough, man, it started the, the, the waves of, you know, depression and stuff got further and further apart. Mm-hmm. And what I finally dawned on me is that everyone has a story. Yeah. It's not true. easy for anyone, man. Life is hard and I'm not an exception mm-hmm. and either you, I don't know your story, yeah. for example, right. but I know it hasn't been easy. So what, what happened to me is when I see somebody, especially if I'm down and I'll, I'll see people watch a lot. And if I see someone, I don't have to even know your name. I'll be sitting in a restaurant and I see you, you've you know, you got a nice shirt on today and you're over there making somebody laugh in the corner. And it inspires me because I know mm. your life hasn't been easy. And somehow you got it together today to get up to go outside. You've, I, you have a job apparently. You're here mm-hmm. at a restaurant buying a cup of coffee, whatever it is. And for me, I just use that as fuel every day. When I see somebody that is just, it doesn't have to be super successful, you know, financially yeah. or anything like that. Yeah. It's just the fact that you succeeded today and you got out and did something that makes me feel like I can do it. So yeah. that was like a little life hack for me is I watch other people get inspired by them. That's so great, Jason. Oh my gosh. I, I love that. And I'm with you. I mean, I think watching people is so interesting. And and even though you may not necessarily know their story, you know that everybody has a story. And and I love that. That's that's so good. So good. You know, something you said a moment ago when you went to uh, talk to your Uncle Pete, it made me think about mentors and and just people around you how important has that been in in your life in your growth journey and who do you have surrounding you right now you know i I think that it's like if you don't have somebody to keep you in check and to keep you inspired i don't know how in the world you keep growing you know Mm -hmm. you got to be self-motivated but to me it's been huge it's been absolutely huge you know i have and there's different levels of mentor and different things you know i have some people that i lean on very heavily for like my relationships and like my relationship with god and things like that i have friends that that's who i can communicate with on that level then i have business mentorship you yeah. know and it's not that I, you know I, I think a lot of that overlaps but if i see somebody that is successful in the way that i want to be successful I think that's a big thing, right? What is your definition of success? That's yeah, that's so true. A huge question, you know. I'll tell you, I have a, a good friend, Jason Gamash, and I don't know if you know him. Uh, I don't. But, uh, he's been super successful here in Columbus, and uh, he's ahead of me. If you heard me say this, it's because he's older than me, but that's not, okay. That's not okay. But uh, I like the know, way you say that, just being ahead of you, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, that's not good. I like it. <laughs> but you know, I remember early on when I started having any little bit of success. And then people started talking bad about me. You know what I mean? I would hear like, like this trash talk a little bit. And I called him. I'm like, man, and I was like upset about it. You know, my feelings were hurt. And I could hear him in the background clapping. I was like, what are you clapping about? He said, man, you're not doing anything until people start talking bad about you. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) And I was like, what? He's like, man, you got to use that as fuel, man. That's exciting. You're making a difference. Yeah. And I remember like, golly, man, I've never thought about like that. So that's just like one example of one mentorship that he gave me. Because he was already ahead of the game a little bit, you know, sure. yeah. and he knew that that was going to happen. And Lord have mercy as it happened. You know, like <laughs> if you have any, you want to, you want to get some enemies, just win a couple of awards. That's all you got. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. No doubt. Oh, yeah, my so gosh. I think the mentorship, you know, my, my father, my father passed away um, July 3rd of last year. Mm. And that, that was, there's a, there's a gap now, you know, yeah. of someone that I could lean on from. He just taught me so much about just hard work. And sure. like doing the right thing when no one's looking, no matter what, yeah. you know, you would never even know it was him. He just had that ability to have that, that drive. Like, I don't know. I looked at him and I just never seen somebody could work circles around me as hard as I was working. 
Yeah. And, you know, having that mentor in my life was a huge, huge uh, thing. And then my mother, who just has this heart, you know, that's like unreal. And I can come to her now. I'm glad she's on my team because her heart is <laughs> it's really, it's really strong. But when, you know, as long as you're on her team. <laughs> I was going to say, you don't want to cross her, it sounds like, right? <laughs> uh, you know, you know, she worked at a pawn shop in Victory Drive. You don't yeah. want to cross her. Uh, <laughs> she can take care my, of herself. <laughs> my uncle, I was telling you about, you know, he's a... Uh, He's had you know, some successful businesses, some failures, obviously. Mm-hmm. And I lean on him a whole lot. I mean, we talk mm-hmm. daily and just having that um, bounce ideas. You know, I just this past week, I said, you know, anything's buddy. I was like, Uncle Bud, I just need to be pissed off for a minute. <laughs> I'm going to do, I just need to talk to you and not about you, but about some other things that are going on. And I know I'm off base right now, but I'm just really frustrated. And I would just <laughs> like to like lose my mind for like 20 minutes and just know that it's going to be okay. He was like, all right, let's go. And it's just having that person that I can just say things off the wall and then calm down and go into the meeting I have to go to. You know? yeah, right, right. It's <laughs> nice to have likes. people like that. I right. mean, it really is. Yeah. Uh, the mentorship for me is it's everything and I use it to the full. Hmm. It doesn't mean I agree with everything we talk about, of course, sure, sure. but just having that thing I can lean on. Um, uh, Chris Woodruff and I, you know, we, we talk about Christianity a whole lot. Sure. And we disagree, man. We're not, we don't always agree on the same thing. But that's the best part, you know, is that he doesn't think the same way I do. Uh, and we've done some experiences where our experiments where we'll like read something, you know, out of the Bible or whatever. And then we just talk about it. And it's so wild how he'll see it completely different than me. Yeah. A different interpretation. Right. So I think the mentorship, like I said, in every direction, having a person or people is, is super important. Yeah. How important is it to to have people like that, though, in your life who who may see things differently than you do? Let's let's face it. We need to be able to learn how to have differing vantage points and and respect each other's perspective, but uh, but also hear each other as well. And so I guess, you know, just going back to my question, like how is how important is that to you to be able to have people around you that don't agree with you? I, I prefer having people disagree than agree with me. You know, I really do. Yeah. If you're just if you're just like me, then how are we ever going to grow? Yeah, you know, I don't. I don't need somebody that's thinking the way I think. Now, there's certain values, obviously. Oh yeah, of course. You know, I, I need the values to align, and I'm not even held up on like that. You have to be a Christian for us to be friends. Like you right. may have a perspective that I can learn. I, I think you can learn from everybody. Absolutely. But, yeah. You know, I, I think that I love that that there's adversity within my friendships. I mean, my best friend in the world, you know, we are so different. And uh, I mean, I literally broke my hand on his face somewhere along our relationship. It's like that. We we have physically fought, you know, as younger, obviously we've been 30, 30 years now. And, uh, but if I was in trouble anywhere in the world, he's my phone call. He's going to be pissed when he gets there. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. But you know, he's, he's my best friend and like, and the adversity is, uh, what built that, that strength. Isn't Um, it? And I feel like that even in my relationships, you know, with a, you know, a spouse or anything, you just, you Mm -hmm. don't need somebody that thinks just like you. Well, boring is that? (laughs) No doubt. No doubt. And it's interesting. I never used to think that way, but I have changed my mind and and really come to realize how beautiful it is to have somebody that doesn't think like me because yeah, you're right. How boring would that be? Oh my gosh. Yeah. How, How important is it in your business to have people that don't think like you, and then maybe even give you feedback that's not super pleasant because I know there are a lot of 
of leaders that probably we're talking to right now that don't want to hear it. You know, it's like, hey, I, I don't want to hear that those differing perspectives. But so often, that's exactly what we need to hear. And so I guess I'm I'm just kind of curious yeah. around your business, how, how important that is for you. Well, it's one of the hardest things about uh, business for me is that, you know, that bike shop is my child. Yeah. And when you start criticizing it, Man, it's like you're calling my kid ugly. You right, know? right. <laughs> and I, I can literally still today, even though I know it's good, I can feel my heart start racing a little bit. You know, sure, I'm like, oh sure. man, get it together, Jason. They're trying to help you. You've asked for this. You know? <laughs> yeah. But, you know, uh, right now, you know, when you look at the team that I have uh, at the bike shop, it, it is so diverse. I mean, mm-hmm. from age all the way to, to race to sex, everything's so different. So you can imagine a staff meeting that we have is like, I never know what they're going to say. And yeah. they have completely different perspective. And, you know, like I'm a dreamer, you know, I'm a big picture guy. I love the influencing people to do things and to motivate. I am not a bean counter. I'm the <laughs> worst bookkeeper you've ever looked at eyes on. I'm terrible, <laughs> you know, and inventory and things like that. But thankfully, I have people on my team that are really, really good at that. I have David in the back. He's my service manager. And I've never had anybody like him that has the ability to, to turn out work like he does with every single time he touches a bike, there's a, a level of care behind it. Mm. And he stands in that one spot all day. You know, he can get out and, you know, talk to people. He has the people skills to do it, but the ability to drive and work like he does as hard as he does yeah. with care every day, it just sure. blows my mind, man. You know, yeah. and like to have somebody that, that's on the team that we get to work together it's, I'm just so grateful. And then you have Ian, who has, he's an engineer. He has his master's in engineer working at the bike shop because wow. he loves bicycles so much. Cool. And his perspective when he sees things is so different than mine. You know, we're working on a big project right now. I'm so excited about it. Maybe we'll get to be back on one day when I can get yeah. it out of the bag. Oh, yeah. Love but, it. Love you know, it. having an engineer on your team that sees things differently, you know, and uh, he yeah. can, where I'm, all I can see is what I want the product to be. And he's like, well, if you did this angle like this, you could get it like that, you know. Yeah. And then Carlos is in his 60s and uh, was a very, very big wig at Univision for a long oh, wow. time. Yeah. Wow. He, he don't have to work. <laughs> you know what I mean? He sure. chooses to be in there. And his perspective is mind-blowing. He's literally the most interesting man in the world. Oh, <laughs> I swear. <laughs> I've never met anybody as like him. That's and true. Kim in the back, who does inventory, man, her relentless, like her efficiency and how she works and just never lets up. So like having that around you and my my brother is my manager, my younger brother, how he cares for people. It's mm-hmm. so funny. He's the nice brother. Everyone says, you know, everybody likes your brother more than you. I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm well aware everybody <laughs> likes my brother more than me. But mm-hmm. his ability to care for people and make them laugh when they walk in the door and how I don't care if you are overweight or if you're short or tall or whatever. When you walk in the door, my brother Sean make you makes you feel so welcomed. That's great. You know, and it's yeah. like, I don't know. When you start seeing that the diversity in the team. But the overall value that we're here to help people and we're here to care, I think it's it's really, there's no value. I can't really put a value on it. Yeah, for sure. You know, I've heard you talk a lot in this conversation about family, aunts, your uncles, your mom, your brother. How important is family to your success and really just in your life? So family it has different definitions sometimes, you know, uh, sure. you got your blood and then, you know, I have family that I work with that I'm spending more time with. I do with my actual family. You know, I feel very fortunate that I'm this close to my family. I mean, I eat a meal with my mom almost every day. I feel super close to her and I'm able to open up and talk to her again. I talked to you about my uncle. And what I love about having family close to me like this, my brother and I, he has one of my most difficult relationships, right? It, it's yeah. just tough. Sure. But it's because I love him so much. Yeah. And I know he loves me the same. 
And, but what I know 100%, regardless of what it looks like, my mom, my uncle, and my brother, who I've brought up several times already, they're all my team. No matter what it looks like at the moment, <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. <laughs> my totally uncle may it. have like some way less than he's trying to teach me. I don't understand yet. And it's pissing me off, yep, yep. but I know he's on my team so I can take a deep breath. And even if it was a mistake, I know it was an honest mistake. Mm -hmm. And having that, I, I don't, again, the, the value is there's nothing you can put on that. So for me being close to family and having that ability for my brother and I to get in an argument and know on the other side that we're going to be fine. Mm -hmm. And he knows that I, I'm on his team as well. And for me, it's the reason, one of the big reasons I still live in Columbus. I just love being close to them. And sure. I can't imagine like being across the world and something happened to me not be able to be here for him, you know? Yeah, for sure. Well, and, and yeah, I know you mentioned that your, your father passed away last year and I'm sure it had to be at least great to be able to be there, you know, with, with him and with the family during that time. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, that's one of the things that um, I'm so very grateful for. He actually moved in with me, him and my mom, they're still together. They moved mm -hmm. in with me for the last little over a year of his life. Uh, and so getting to cook breakfast for him every morning, I, I took his favorite show is Family Feud. I got to take him to an episode <laughs> of that, like a live oh, episode of it. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, cool. and it was like, it was, it was such a, a joy for him. You know, he worked so hard his entire life. And then when he wasn't able to anymore... Yeah. I was trying to help find joy because that was how he did, you know, he shared his love by providing. Yeah. And so I had to keep that exciting, you know, <laughs> sure. going for him. Yeah. And yeah. And being here for him, you know, and being here with my mom while she is still transitioning, you know, still working through that. And, and my brother as well, you know, you know, we had Father's Day here recently. Yeah. And, you know, it's the first one. And uh, so we spent the day together, you know, went to sure. the movies and try to do things we thought dad would uh, appreciate. Yeah. And but being close, I just can't imagine like having to go through that without them, you know, mm -hmm. on my side and not, and they gave me something to be strong for. Right. Yeah, so yeah, being there for my mom and my brother during that, it gives me a reason to get up in the morning because it's, they're so important to me. And if mm -hmm. I can't help them, then I don't know why I would get up either. You know? Sure, so. sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they become your why. I mean, that's your that's your your purpose. And and uh, I love that, man. That, that's so cool. Yeah, I, I found I've talked to a number of different business owners and business leaders. And I, I, I always love it when I hear, you know, the the family connection and the family ties, especially and I know family business is difficult. I, I, I grew up in a family business. And, you know, there's all kinds of different dynamics in your relationships and, and things that you have to navigate that are really hard sometimes. But at the end of the day, there's still family. And like you said, I mean, it gives you that that purpose and that that, yeah. that drive. I'd love to just kind of switch gears on you for just a sure. second and go back to your adventure. I love to go on adventures. And I, I have this kind of this group of guys that we call them a free dog trip. And, you know, we, we're doing, you know, crazy things and, and, and fun things, a lot of adrenaline involved, yeah. a lot of stupidity sometimes, but right. still, <laughs> uh, you know, that's what makes it fun, right? Where did you get your adventure? And I'd, I'd love to hear about some of your, uh, some of your adventure trips. Sure. It kind of started, you know, of dealing with depression. You know, mm. I've always been adventurous, but what I found is that when I'm in that middle, if you're an adrenaline junk, you understand this when like, I race motorcycles every other weekend. And <laughs> when that flag raises, I'm not thinking about my business, my relationship, yeah. my family, sure nothing. There. I'm in that moment right then. And that's addicting. <laughs> I, get, yes, I, get a, I get a break from all my thoughts and I feel like I'm on the other side clear. It's like a meditation for me. Yeah. So the adventure side happened like that. And I had a, a friend that I told you earlier, Chris Woodruff, he invited me to go surfing in Costa Rica. Um, mm. I didn't know how to surf. And we went out there. And uh, the second day, 
I looked at him. I said, man, maybe I'm not a surfer. Maybe that's all it is. But then the fourth day I caught my first green water wave, you know, out past the break. And that feeling that only lasted, I don't know, eight or nine seconds. It was, it was an amazing feeling. And I was like, man, I would love to share this with people. Uh, And I don't have a whole lot of money, you know, so I'm looking at it. It's like, man, how can I come here more often? How can I do more adventures? Mm-hmm. And the only thing, if I was rich, you know, however, whatever that is to you, if I was financially rich, the only thing I would do differently, I would still live in the house I live in. I still have my German shepherds with me now. Mm-hmm. So drive the truck that I drive. You know, the only thing I would do differently is do more adventures. That's it. Mm-hmm. Well, when I started this adventure company, it's like I'm rich. Yeah. yeah. It, it pays for my adventures, you know? That's so cool. And my favorite thing when uh, I, a girl that I know real well now, I didn't know her very well at the time, Chris Dixon's her name. When I saw her catch her first wave in uh-huh. Costa Rica, a girl from, you know, lives over in Phoenix City, or, I'm sorry, Ufala, Alabama. And she came up like, oh my God, did you see that? <laughs> so cool. Man, it was better than me catching a wave, you know, like yeah. sharing that and yeah. giving the, the controls of my airplane to a kid for the first time and seeing his eyes light up. You know, or seeing somebody catch the the kite you know, just right the first time and get up on the kite board. And I could go on and on, you know, like seeing yeah. that and seeing that joy that comes with it. It's yeah. so I get right now, my all of my hair just stood up hard. I get so freaking pumped oh, man, love it, to man. see somebody do it, you know. Yeah. Like teaching the kid to ride a bicycle, it goes on and on. So sure. It, it is about yes, I get my adventures are paid for, but the gist of it i could do another job and pay for my adventures sure sharing it with people is yeah. everything you know? oh, so um I, I don't know if that if that resonates as much you know with absolutely. the question you're asking but that's what it's about for me yeah absolutely man i i love hearing that and and, and i love the fact that you found a way to be able to uh create those adventures that you get to experience them but then you get to share them as well i mean I, I, that's really cool that's really cool well tell me a little bit about like how can people get in touch with you how can people find out you know about your upcoming adventures and and because i'm sure that some people uh listening i'm sure are going to want to know about this <laughs> yeah so you know we have ride on bikes and you yeah. can always ride on bikes.com at the website's good we're good on you know instagram and facebook of course but ride on adventure is the uh so ride on adventure.com is the okay. website for the adventure company we had a year off with covid yes um, i know yeah 14 months we had to postpone all of the trips but we're back at it you know we went to costa rica in april we went to cape hatteras uh last month we we're actually going on a mountain bike trip we we're mountain biking from uh telluride colorado to moab utah uh the end of it. july Oh, I yeah. love it. It's really cool. We got these huts we're going to be getting in. So we got a group of guys doing that one. Oh. And it's interesting. I honestly thought my business was going to be all guys hanging out, like you said. Yeah, yeah. That's all my marketing. That's what I thought. It's almost all women. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. It's very interesting. So yeah. anyways, hanging out with a bunch of women in Costa Rica, it's a tough job, but you know, somebody yeah, somebody's going to do it. Right. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, so, you know, and, and me personally, I have a um, Jason at right on adventure.com is, okay. is a good way or any of the social media platforms. And I love connecting with people and talking with people and hearing people's business ideas. And uh, yeah. I'm, I'm constantly open to you know, chat anytime. So, Oh man, I, I love that, Jason. You know, just just as you shared your your adventure of the the one where you're going to ride from Telluride to Moab, like I flashed for a second to because I had that group of buddies of mine. Uh, we were planning to do that. Is it a hut to hut where you're? Yeah, that's it. Go yeah. ahead. Of, yeah, 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 yeah. We were planning to do that, and we had some bad weather, so we had to kind of 
change uh, change course, so to speak. I and mean, we were in Telluride and uh, and in RA uh, around yeah. the area. Some great riding there. Love oh my it. gosh, yep. yeah, it's awesome. But uh, yeah, great adventures, man. We'll definitely be talking after uh, <laughs> we get off <laughs> the air good. here. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But yeah, hey, you know, thank you so much for sharing your, your story because I think that you know, as 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 we talked before we we went on the on the air here, I, I think there's so much value in hearing other people's stories and hearing other people's journeys and, and their values and their their struggles and and really their kind of their principles for life, so to speak. And and I think that you've really done a great job of sharing that with the audience today. And I, I really do appreciate that because for me, it's all about learning and growing and finding ways that we can grow too. And so I, I hope that the people who are listening today have, have really captured, uh, you know, Jason's thrill for adventure, but also yeah. commitment to people as well, because I think that that that's, that's something that's really key. I know it's key for me and it's really meaningful for me. Yeah. You know, it, for me is if I don't get the opportunity like you've given me here to share the story and then all the pain and everything that we went through is like in vain, it was wasted. And yeah. I'm not willing to do that, you know, yeah, been yeah. through too much just to let, act like it didn't happen. So yeah. if I can share any part of my story and help people that it makes everything we've gone through in the past, you know, worth it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, Jason, thank you for being on here today. I know this probably won't be the last time we talk. I, I know Hope that so. for sure. And uh, yeah, thanks for sharing a little bit about your journey and, and just really being with us today. I really appreciate cool. it. Thanks. For that. Thanks a lot, man. Have a great day. You know, there were so many takeaways from this conversation, and I just absolutely loved so many things that Jason shared today. And really, the one thing that popped out was that no matter what industry you're in, you are in the people business, and that relationships are going to be your driver to growth. So if you want to grow your business, you need to create relationships. You need to work on relationships, and you are in the people business. Now, the other thing that really stuck out to me was his power of belief and this magic of, of thinking big. I, I just got done rereading the magic of thinking big, and it just popped into my mind as soon as he said something about um, putting an idea down on paper for a $2.5 million airplane. And that just shows that he is a big thinker and um, he's he's willing to live in the land of possibility. And that is an amazing leader. And that's a leader who's going to grow his company and grow his people. The other thing that he said that I thought was really powerful is that, you know, when your motive is right, it really helps growth and it it really drives growth. And, and then getting focused on what you're good at and narrowing who you're serving really makes an awful lot of sense. And and the other thing, and I can relate to this totally, is that our challenges help create our highest points. So our lowest points also help create our highest points. And, and I thought that was and is so true. The other thing that he said was gratitude changes our perspective. I, the, the thing that came to my mind when he was talking about his Uncle Pete is, everybody's got to be an Uncle Pete, stay positive. And uh, our perspective really does drive our outcomes. The other thing too, is that everyone has a story. So everyone you meet has a story. The person in the grocery store that just ran into your cart has a story. The person driving down the highway and cutting you off has a story. Keeping people around us that see life differently, that's gonna be the key to 
being able to grow ourselves and and see things from different perspectives. And it's such an important thing to have a diversity of thought around your leadership. So just as a, a by way of, of, again, sharing how to get in touch with Jason, he he can be reached at rideonbikes.com, rideonadventure.com, and Jason at rideonadventure.com is his email address. Make sure that you connect with Jason. I can't wait to talk with him more about his adventures because that's my kind of deal, man. I love it. Um, so thank you so much for, for listening in to this episode and making it here to the end and just allowing me to kind of recap our conversation. Make sure you go out and subscribe. Please give us a five-star review and rating. We just want to reach more people with really the, the message that we can live in that growth space. We can get outside of our comfort zone. And so until next time, remain in that growth space and be well. Be well.